How's it going, everybody? My name is Tyler Raymond, and this is a Hoot at Dish podcast. Thanks for tuning in. If you guys don't already know, this podcast is dedicated to everything surrounding the NFL team, the New Orleans Saints. Of course, bringing you news, analysis, insider info, opinions, facts, stats, everything you need to know about our favorite team out of New Orleans, Louisiana. Um, unfortunately, I'm not here today uh, with my co-host, Satan Brown. I'm recording a solo episode, but that doesn't mean you can't follow all of, all of us on social media. Let's start off with myself. You can follow myself at Raymond Tyler M on Twitter. That's where I mostly post everything regarding the New Orleans Saints and other passions and opinions. They're sure to follow with Twitter, of course. <laughs> um, you can follow my co-host and great dude, good buddy. It's hard finding amazing words to describe an amazing man. Um, go follow Dayton Brown on Twitter at Dayton underscore Brown underscore. You won't regret it. Great guy. Um, sometime in the near future, Dayton and I will be back together again, recording an eventual uh, preview to the Miami Dolphins, New Orleans Saints preseason game. So look forward to that. And of course, make sure to follow our Who That Dish podcast uh, official Twitter account at the WDE podcast. So if you guys are listening to this episode, uh, thank you for tuning in. Of course, uh, this episode, we're going to be covering uh, breaking down, reviewing, however you want to throw the words around. We're going to be looking at the Jets Saints uh preseason game so yeah uh the nfl season is right around the corner but to get some uh, to get some information and content out for you guys we wanted to look at all the preseason games uh in this episode we're mainly going to be looking at the stats um i guess insider info if, if you put it that way uh information regarding different tidbits of what happened during the game who performed well who stood out Stuff like that. So, thank you for tuning into this episode. Let's dive right on in, uh, shall we? So, starting off the game, of course, uh, for the New Orleans Saints, we had Drew Brees uh, starting this game. So, yeah, Drew Brees uh, went 4 for 6 with 68 yards. Uh, yards per attempt was 11.3. He had a touchdown to none other than the amazing, highest-paid currently wide receiver in the NFL, Michael Thomas. And he had a quarterback rating of 144.4. As far as the other quarterbacks go, you had Teddy Bridgewater, who went 15 of 26 for 143 yards, uh, a yards per attempt of 5.5, with a quarterback rating of 73.1. And the fan favorite, Taysom Hill, went 8 for 13, 127 yards, yards per attempt of 9.8, with 94.1 quarterback rating. So let's get into the rushing, shall we? Let's see, you had Dwayne Washington leading the pack with eight attempts for 29 yards, an average of 3.6. You had Divine Ozigbo with six attempts for 20 yards. You had, I, I apologize in advance, by the way, folks. Um, other players that I don't immediately recognize, I'm just going to be referring to them by the last name, so please forgive me. You had Williams with four attempts for nine yards. Taysom Hill with two attempts for 15 yards, an average of 7.5, of course, with a lawn of 11. You had Alvin Kamara with two attempts for four yards. You had Rodgers with two attempts for negative one. And our fullback, Zach Lyon, with one attempt for four yards. Leading the pack and receiving, we had Dan Arnold with five receptions for 83 yards, an average of 16.6 with a long of 25 yards. 
We had Emmanuel uh, Butler uh, coming in second with four receptions for 27 yards. Cyril Grayson Jr. with two attempts for 53. As we mentioned previously, Michael Thomas had a touchdown, but to follow that, he had two receptions for 39 yards and 19.5 average. We had Alvin Kamara with two for 29. Ryan Ozigbo for two for 23. Uh, Deontay Harris with two for 18. Dwayne Washington for two for 16. A lot of players got involved in this game, that's for sure. Austin Carr with two for eight. Uh, Derby with one for 14. Keith Kirkwood with one for 11. Rogers with one for nine. And Simi Cobbs with one for eight. Regarding the defense, let's start off with the most uh, impressive play of the night. That was uh, New Orleans Saints starting quarterback Marshawn Lattimore with the strip fumble mid-play. It was really cool to see. So basically, he's running down the defense, uh, running down the opposing offensive player, going for the tackle, rips the ball mid-step, uh, falls a bit, gets back up and returns it for a bit. It was a great play, so he was credited with a course of the course fumble. Leading the team with uh, defensive tackles, you had uh, Gray with six, you had Compton with four, following that is Chris Banjo with three, Sankey with three, Ken Colley with three. Williams Jr. with three, Tuttle with two, Bolton Jumper with two, Demario Davis, my man, our boy, uh, the savior, <laughs> uh, with two. You had Martin with two, Von Bell with two, Williams with two. Man, this get, get old real quick. AJ Klein with two, Justin Hardy with one. Uh, you had Gustin Green, Hood, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, PJ Williams, Eli Apple, Trey Hendrickson, Hedrick Robertson, Marshawn Lattimore, and Vince Beagle all with one. It's in regards to sacks, you had Gustin and Vince Beagle with one apiece. In regards to the kick returns, you had Cyril Grayson Jr. with one return for eight yards, and Deontay Harris had three for 61. In regards to punt returns, you had Grayson with one for one, and Deontay Harris four returns for 92 yards and a touchdown, including, I believe, a 70-yard return. That was just amazing to see, man. If you're a Saints fan, please watch this highlight over and over. You're going to love it. It's an amazing play to watch. He breaks what feels like 30 tackles, actually only like three to four, but runs down the sideline midway. It's just an amazing play. Great guy. I believe he probably solidified a roster spot now. But, hey, if the the Saints need to return it, which obviously they do, looks like they might have their man. So congrats to Deontay Harris, uh, no-name guy, really, getting a spotlight there for a minute. Regards to kicking, you had Will Lutz, who went 4 for 5 with a 30.2 average. Along to 40, and exp, uh, extra point, he went 2 for 2. Punting, you had Thomas Morstead, that went uh, 6 total punts with 304 yards. Along to 59, in the 20 and 2, and an average of 50.7. So, let's get into, uh, basically, in my general consensus you know, opinion, or what others noticed too. The players that generally performed well in this game. So let's start off with Drew Brees. You know, of course, he, he was the first quarterback to start off the night. He went four for six. Uh, he kept it off with a 19-yard touchdown to Michael Thomas. He was splitting completions between Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara. It, his night was short, but it was a good night. Drew Brees, if, if you've got any haters... They're always going to be silenced. We have amazing nights like this, even if it's in the preseason. Uh, let's get into some other quarterback play. So, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, of course, as we mentioned previously, 
when let's see went 15 of 26 so at some points teddy bridgewater was playing against the first string defense while i believe was only playing with the second string offensive line for the saints so of course there's going to be a bit of an a disadvantage there for teddy bridgewater that of course forced some incompletions some receivers weren't on the same page yada yada what can you expect saints fans are always going to be upset with teddy bridgewater it seems like he's gonna have to step up a lot to win the hearts of uh, Saints fans, you know. And uh, speaking of hearts of Saints fans, Taysom Hill, of course, you know, having a solid night, eight for thirteen, not bad at all. Like we mentioned, uh, it seems like I believe, except for the first performance of Week One, uh, forgive me if I'm wrong on that. He's had a solid preseason. Just uh, better shows, you know, how much development someone can make in another year. And how much they can progress in regards to being an offensive weapon, making reads as a quarterback, just all around. Great job by Taysom Hill. So let's get into the defense. So uh, let's get into the quarterback, too. I forgot to mention Sam Darnold. He actually ended up going four for seven in regards to completions with 41 yards and a 74.1 passing, a quarterback passing rating uh, in his first three possessions. So let me mention the Marshawn Lattimore. Uh, the strip fumble recovery, pretty crazy play. You guys have to see that. And basically, through the first half, the Saints' first defense really showed out. And it's not it's not unexpected. You know, the Saints' defense has come a long way, uh, you know, all these years. Making plays now, getting sacks, getting fumbles, interceptions, limiting teams uh, to opposing offensive yardage. You know, it's not surprising, but... Kudos to the Saints defense for keeping it rolling and uh, raising the bar in regards to our expectations. So let's get into that. Let's see. Um, Some other players that really stood out for me. Uh, we had Deontay Harris with a kick return. You had uh, the center, rookie center of Texas A&M, Eric McCoy, again, having another great game. He's been allowing seldom slim to none barely anything in regards to pressure let alone actual chaos up the middle and that's just amazing what you want to see and hopefully in the end we'll end up playing uh better than max hunger did in his final years with the saints you know and hopefully in the end it's not a bad choice to go offensive line in the draft and it makes the saints offensive line even better as hopefully they chase the super bowl this year um, I mentioned the defense. I mentioned the returns in regards to special teams. Uh, let's see. Any personal shout-outs I'd like to give just the Saints players? Divino Zigbo, uh, a player that I really enjoy. I'm hoping makes this team uh, consistent showings for him in regards to the preseason. I'm hoping he gets a lot more touches in this fourth upcoming game. But a player that I really enjoy, uh, I think would be really nice backup for the Saints, Behind Alvin Kamara, you know, uh, what's his name? You forgot Dwayne Washington, too. But, yeah, Latavius Murray. So, hopefully that happens. In regards to other players that I believe did well, we mentioned Marshawn Lattimore, Deontay Harris, Drew Brees, of course, Eric McCoy. Those were all the guys that really, uh, except for, you know, the usuals, Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas. Those are guys, you know, unless they're having an off night, you really don't expect anything but the norm, which is obviously something great. So let's get into some of the negatives. So obviously we mentioned Teddy Bridgewater. 
mentioned the Saints' second straight offensive line. They pulled Tron Armstead early, of course, because you don't want to have any injuries there. And you know, to keep him fresh and everything, you want him to get some time, but at the same time, on want to pull him early so he's at no risk. Uh, speaking of things that were negative, though, let's get into uh, let's get into. I'm sorry, the injuries. Uh, it seems like unfortunately the Saints aren't one of those lucky teams to get away without losing anything. So tight end uh, Garrett Griffin went down with an injury, as well as Keith Kirkwood, Austin Carr, running back Dwayne Washington, and linebacker Josh Martin all left the game at some point. I'm reading this off of a Google article just because I can't remember offhand. How many various players for the Saints ended up leaving to injury? And they say that Garrett Griffin's injury appeared to be the most serious. So with that being said, hopefully these uh, players can come back healthy. Hopefully this isn't anything long-lasting for the Saints, as a lot of these guys play key roles for the team that make this team a Super Bowl contending one. Speaking of injuries, you also had players like Saquon Hampton, Marcus Schrells, Alex Anzalone and Craig Robertson, um, other players who have been dealing with undisclosed injuries. Hopefully, as the season starts to progress, this won't affect them long, and hopefully they can come back and perform well for the team, you know. And my final thoughts on the game, um, let's see, it's just the Saints crushed it. You know, if I'm being honest, the team dominated, you know, they won by a final score of 28-13, to 13. Scoring uh, 13 to 7 and uh, by halftime and following out by another 15 points. So they did well, you know. Um, <laughs> uh, I found another thing I can mention for you guys that I actually want to talk about that I nearly almost forgot. So I'm glad I didn't. Um, just some things going over all of the overview of the stats. Uh, if you guys are curious, the Saints uh, had 72 plays for 100. 405 yards penalties at 16 for 142 just had 15 for 128 they had 57 plays for 300 yards let's see uh the jets had their one turnover uh, the saints were eight of 19 on third down the jets were four of 13 let's see and the saints had 22 first sounds and 15 by passing rushing at three penalty by four so actually one thing i really wanted to mention before i forget was the penalties in total. So there were a total of 31 combined against both teams. The Saints were penalized 16 times, as I mentioned, for nearly 150 yards, and the Jets 15 for 130. So let's just break down all the penalties. So the first ones I'm going to mention are all regarding the Saints, and then we'll get into the Jets ones. You had two defensive holding calls, one intentional grounding, one unnecessary roughness, one false start, one roughing the passer, one illegal block above the waist, seven offensive holding calls. I believe reading on the internet that the holding calls and everything regarding the offense really limited the Saints of the red zone. It could have been a potential uh, shootout at this point if it weren't for all the penalties. But with, with that being said, we had an offensive pass interference and a defensive pass interference. So those were all for the Saints. Regarding the Jets, you had seven offensive holding calls, one intentional grounding, Three unnecessary roughness, one defensive holding, one illegal contact, one illegal block above the waist, one encroachment, and one illegal double team block. So, yeah, as I mentioned, uh, I think in previous episodes, they're penalties. You know, unless you get into the uh, season and you've got more than 10, 15 penalties per game, it's not really anything you should be worried about. It's the preseason, you know, and things are going to change. 
hopefully, you know, uh, plays will be corrected. Uh, they have review film, you know, everything to look at for a reason. They'll they'll take a look at it. They'll get it figured out. But with that being said, though, I believe let's just double check everything that went over. So we went over the stats analysis. I gave an overview, a breakdown of who I thought did well and didn't do well. Let's see. We went over the Saints stats. Oh, let's go over the Jets stats a little bit real quick. You had Sam Darnold, I mentioned, 8 of 13 for 97 yards and a touchdown with a rating of 110. Uh, rushing their main people. You had uh, Montgomery with 8 for 21. You had Elijah McGuire, a guy that I really like, uh, 5 for 21. Receiving their main guy was, oh, let's see, Montgomery with 4 for 24, Cannon with 3 for 28, and White for 3 for 28. Then you had uh, Anderson with 2 for 60. They had a couple guys for sacks. Former St. Arthur Millette. Uh, let's see, you had Bryant with one sack, a guy who I do not know. Uh, for tackles, you had Jamal M., somebody I've actually met before. Great guy. Got him to sign an LSU mini helmet for me. Uh, he had a couple tackles. You had Burgess with seven, Brown with five. I, excuse me if I mispronounce your name. Egwebwicki with five, Bryant with four, uh, Lange with four, Poole with three. Just going through all those. Kick returns, you had... And the main one, Holmes with one for 21, one return for 21 yards. For punt returns, you had a Dorch with three for 28. Kicking, their kicker went for two for two with an average of 52 yards, one for one on the extra point. And punting, they did a couple different guys, both punt the ball a few times, got pretty far. So I believe we went over everything that was necessary. Uh, shorter episode this week, guys, as, you know, it was a preseason game. Not that much to talk about. The Saints got the win. They improved to 2-1 to one. Uh, in this uh, preseason series. They will be playing the Miami Dolphins very soon. And hopefully when that game comes out, we will have a lot of content for that in regards to a preview. Dayton Brown and myself will love to preview that for you guys, giving you all the latest information with players we expect to perform well, players we're looking for, etc., and eventually review, possibly, before we get into the start of the regular season. So that should be fun. Let's grind for Super Bowl, folks. Hopefully it happens this year. I'm hoping. We're all hoping. Um, Yeah, but that being said, let's just uh, quickly remind you guys where you can find us, all of our social media and everything. So, yeah, first and foremost, uh, you can follow myself on Twitter at Raymond Tyler M. If you didn't listen to the very beginning of the podcast, I mentioned it before. But, yeah, I... I talk Saints football. If you guys are interested in Major League Baseball, I'm a diehard Yankees fan. Uh, quick plug to myself. That, um, diehard Saints, Yankees fan in regards to that. I love anime if you guys are into that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, make sure you go check my Twitter out. You don't have to follow if you don't want to, but check it out. Leave a comment. Say, hey, I appreciate it. Um, I know sometimes we have a lot of different Facebook groups, too. If you guys are on Facebook, search my name up. Tyler Raymond on Facebook. Add me. Tell me how you listen to the podcast. I appreciate it. So message me. I'll message you back. Um, you can follow my good buddy, co-host, amazing dude, great Saints fan, Dayton Brown at Dayton underscore Brown underscore. He's a great man. He posts great content. You know, he's an amazing writer. Uh, not enough could be said about him, how awesome he is. Make sure to go give him a follow at Dayton underscore Brown underscore on Twitter. Um, make sure, you know, tell me I sent you. That'd be pretty funny. 
uh, yeah, we're we're a great pair like PB and J or the Black and Gold with the Saints. So speaking of Black and Gold, make sure to go check out our official Who That Dish podcast account on Twitter at the WDD Podcast. You can find our uh, podcast episode links on Spreaker.com. Just search the Who That Dish podcast. Uh, you can follow them. You can find them on Twitter. Just if you're looking at any of our podcast accounts or personal accounts, we reshare those links. So check them out there. And you can find us on iTunes. Just search the Who That Dish podcast. So yeah, I appreciate you guys uh, tuning into this episode. Um, let's see here. If you listened all the way to this uh, episode, here's like a keyword so I know you're an OG and you listened this long. Uh, so if you tweet me or Dayton, uh, tweet us uh, who dat podcast or something like that, and we'll appreciate you just that much more for tuning into this long to this episode. It's a short episode compared to um, what we're used to, but I'm sure those episodes will be longer. Make sure to tweet us comments, questions, all that good stuff. We appreciate the love and support. We're so glad to be finally getting back into it after a long hiatus. Uh, we'll be rolling out episodes, hopefully weekly, uh, maybe even daily. We'll have to see. But uh, Solo episodes, combined episodes, all that good stuff. We appreciate the love and support, guys. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode. As always, thanks for listening. Who dat?